Hello and welcome to the very first TRTV news. We have the Star Trek Picard Countdown comic and the Kelvin Timeline movies are back. Let's engage. Now, as I was saying in the uh, the most recent episode, uh, Very Old Friends, um, Towards the Tail End, these are going to be um, segments that um, I'm going to do my best to get these out once a week at least. Um, so you'll definitely have uh, some weekly content to listen to, to kind of whet your appetite, uh, both in between podcast um, episodes of These Are the Voyages, uh, like with the main topics and the stuff that we um, actually unpack as well as, uh, you know, being aware and staying up to date with what's going on in Star Trek news, especially when we have um, uh, the Star Trek Picard series, we have uh, Lower Decks, we have uh, what's being called uh, at this point Star Trek Prodigy, um, and um, a few other things, Um, and of course Star Trek Discovery. So, uh, with that, uh, today, um, or recently I should say, uh, the Star Trek Picard Countdown comic released. Now, uh, we got to talk about this. In the comic, um, we... Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, um, but uh, you're listening to this, so, I mean, I guess you've had your fair warning. Um, <laughs> uh, in the comic, it it takes place... Um, uh, right around the events that we're gonna, that we're, I guess, finding out, going to find out, um, what caused um, uh, Jean-Luc Picard to leave Starfleet. So um, he's wearing his his full admiral outfit, uh, uniform, and uh, we kind of see some stuff going on. We we start to learn about where some of the TNG crew, uh, the Next Generation crew, are. Uh, we we see that. Um, uh, Jordy is um, working at uh, Utopia Polynesia with um, the Fleet Yards. We see um, Admiral Picard is no longer on um, the USS Enterprise E. Um, however, he's um, on a what appears to be a um, an Odyssey class uh, starship, which is kind of weird. Um, and the reason it's it's kind of weird is that we we see uh, the Odyssey class ship uh, not really uh, come into to action. It's not really being developed or used or whatever um, until much, much later on um, in terms of um, Star Trek Online, which is where the Odyssey class ship really uh, debuts. So w- the way that, that the bridge looks um, is very, very, very similar to the Odyssey class. Um, so for any of you that have played Star Trek Online, uh, just go inside the bridge um, if you still have an Odyssey class um, uh, layout in terms of your bridge or if you're starting out, um, just take a look at it. It's going to look very, very, very similar. So um, so there's that, and it, it looks really sharp. It looks really clean, um, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, so apart from, from uh, Jean-Luc uh, Picard being an admiral and being on a starship, um, there's uh, there's also finding out about um, uh, kind of some of the aftermath of Star Trek Nemesis from the 2002 
films. So um, uh, it, it it delves more and more into that, um, and it's it's very quick pacing, um, and it's some fun stuff. Now, when we look at the Star Trek Picard uh, trailers that have been dropping recently, we have seen that. Um, there's this character, uh, this black woman, uh, who is part of Jean-Luc's past. And when we, when we look, uh, even more, um, at the comic and we look at like the trailers and things of that nature, we find out that this character is, um, uh, Admiral Picard's, uh, first officer on what they're calling the USS Verity, which is this Odyssey class ship that I'm kind of telling you about. There's a lot more that's happening. There's, um, the Romulans. It's looking at Romulan aftermath. And, um, anyways, this comic is, it's really good. Um, at least for the first one, it's, it's going to be a three issue, um, comic. So, um, first issue, uh, dropped, uh, I believe it was like the day before, um, Thanksgiving or a couple days before Thanksgiving. And, um, this is meant to be a tie in. So because it's a tie in, because it's leading up to Star Trek Picard, these comics are considered Canon. Um, at least that's my understanding that they're going to be considered Canon. Now there's, there's something that's kind of interesting about this in the sense that because it's Canon, um, you got to wonder like what's going to happen or what did happen. Is anything happening with the previous countdown, uh, comics? Um, now back in 2009, we had the JJ Abrams, um, otherwise known as JJ Trek films, uh, debut in 2009. Now with it debuting, um, with, with it debuting, then it also had a tie in comic, which led up to, um, the explosions and everything that caused the Kelvin timeline to occur. Now, there seems to be some overlap and there's some questions in terms of, is this kind of retconning what happened with the original Countdown comic? So I'm kind of talking all over myself, but the Star Trek Picard Countdown comic uh, almost makes it seem like it's retconning it and making that other comic that tie-in comic, like almost beta canon, like it's, it's not true canon anymore. It's like, it's being, like I said, retconned. So only time will tell, um, in the storytelling phase, like what that's actually going to mean. So, uh, we're going to kind of follow that and kind of try and make sense of that as it goes on a little bit more. Now, uh, I might be a little late to the game with this, but um, there has been some breaking news or, or mostly breaking news for anyone that has not heard. Um, there has been a revival of the Chris Pine Star Trek film series. Now, um, just to back up a little bit, uh, it was canceled, um, almost a year ago or close to it. It was considered to be canceled, uh, with Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth walking away. Now, Chris Hemsworth, uh, we, we know him as Thor, uh, primarily, uh, from the Marvel cinematic universe. He was originally before he was Thor, before he really blew up, uh, the way that he did in terms of his, his like uh, celebrity status. Uh, he played, um, Chris Pine's, um, uh, dad, or he played Captain Kirk's dad in the 2009 Star Trek film. Um, so the, the film that they had originally penned that, 
folks were going to come back for was going to be a time travel story and not 100% sure on what those details were going to look like. But um, suffice it to say, it was going to um, be like a father-son type adventure. I don't know if it was going to be like uh, Indiana Jones and and uh, The Last Crusade, kind of like it was with uh, Indy and his dad. But it would have been really interesting to see the two Kirks um, interacting and talking and working through some things and just seeing that story flesh out. Now, part of the reason that um, the series was canceled was there was... Um, there was the whole like funding issue because they're both A-list a- actors. Uh, Chris Pine, apart from being Kirk, you know, he was in Wonder Woman. Um, and that's the only one that's coming to mind right now. Uh, a bunch of films. There's a bunch of films that Chris Pine has been in and done a great job in. And same thing with Chris Hemsworth. Um, a lot of a lot of great talent, but because they're so talented and so um, sought after, their bill was going up in terms of how much they were wanting to be paid. So because that would have pretty much eaten up the entire budget, that and uh, other factors like with foreign investors and producers and production and stuff like that, it was canceled. Okay, got that taken care of. <sighs> so what happened recently when it comes to... Um, the way uh, stuff has been like shifting hands, so to speak, is CBS and Viacom have um, uh, kind of made up. So the properties were essentially separated, and now they've like come back under one roof again like they were before 2005. So that's been part of the issue, is because Star Trek was split in half, we weren't able to have... Um, all the same stuff under one roof, so things had to be what's being allegedly called 25% different, which is why you have um, the Kelvin timeline and things like the 2009 Star Trek films being so different. So now that it's back um, all under one roof, there's talks of there being not just the Star Trek movie being uh, redone, or brought back, I should say, and, and, you know, the production starting again and, and people getting under one roof, having more resources to pay the actors and the the whole creative team in general. Um, there's talk that this Kelvin loop is actually going to be closed out and that it's going to somehow shift back into this prime canon. Um, not only is there going to be one more film, there's talk of there being maybe three or four other films total. Uh, which will be really interesting to see um, how that all works out. Um, personally, for me, I'd love to see um, the loop be closed out. I, I, I really enjoy the original series stories. Um, to a certain extent, I have enjoyed the Kelvin stories, but at the same time, I want to move forward. I don't want to keep getting stuck in the 22nd, 23rd centuries. I think it's time um, as a fandom that we we continue to boldly go um, into the future um, so going into the early 25th century, which is kind of where we're going with the Star Trek Picard series. So I would love to see some more stuff like with the Voyager crew, the Deep Space Nine crew, uh, and we'll see, we'll see what happens in terms of storytelling. But, um, I'm more hopeful and more optimistic about this stuff, knowing that it's all back under one roof and that Star Trek, uh, while it's going to have evolved in terms of being more action and, um, and whatnot, as opposed to strictly the philosophical like it has been, I have way more hope um, that there's gonna it's going to be um, better balanced at least. So there's that. Those are like two of the um, bigger 
uh, sets of Star Trek news that have been really developing lately. Um, so just pay attention to that um, and you know stay right here when it comes to the TRTV news um, that that we'll be doing once a week here and there. Now, if you if you hear something, um, you want to talk about something that I might not have been aware of or might not have picked up on, again, um, you can always contact us. You can send us a note. Uh, remember, open hailing frequencies, trtvpod at gmail.com. You can also send a voice-only voice communication uh, by entering in coordinates 817-752-4757, as well as uh, connecting with us on um, all types of social media. Now, one that I also neglected to mention there for a second is also um, mailing us directly. Now, you can mail us, you can do long-range communications by entering in coordinates uh, to the Lone Star Station, P.O. Box 2455, Azle, Texas, that's A-Z-L-E, 76098. Guys, thank you so much for checking us out here at TRTV News for this uh, this special in-between news segment um, that we will be rolling out more. Uh, again, we're going to do our best to get something out each week for you. Uh, try and keep it brief, uh, nothing like a full um, hour to two hour type of show. Um, so anyways, hope you're doing well. Um, hope you're, you're taking care of yourself. And until next time, may you boldly go and make it so.